Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Grow and Learn and welcome to everybody new. This is Zorina. Today, I'm bringing in somebody who makes small entrepreneurs grow in seven figure numbers within a year. I know it's impressive, but you'll hear how he does it. I'm very curious. The person I'm bringing to you today is a best-selling author. He's a podcast uh, owner podcast host owner owner yeah because you because theoretically somebody else can host it as well right it's true it's true it's true theoretically hi nikki welcome welcome Selena, such a pleasure to be here thank you so much for having me god bless you <laughs> god bless you too I know that you bring a lot of energy and you seem like a very energetic person. I know that you're down with a bug at the moment, but we are going to eradicate it in the next 60 minutes. <laughs> Love it. Who are you, Nikki? Tell us a bit about yourself. Well, I'm actually originally an immigrant from the Middle East. I'm a Christian from Iran. When I was 11 years old, the Islamic Revolution took place in Iran. And it turned my world upside down. My late father, God rest his soul, could see the writing on the wall. This wasn't going to be a great place to raise his Christian family. So he made a plan and he executed it. He got us out of Iran and settled us eventually where I now live in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. And you know, when I was 11, I was angry. I didn't want to leave my home. I didn't want to leave my friends. But looking back now, it was the best thing that could have happened. My father changed the trajectory of our family's legacy he took us from tyranny to freedom and you know it was an incredible and amazing thing that he did and as a result of getting to experience living in a relatively free society i became a real champion for freedom for free expression for free enterprise i started to read a lot of books by great authors people like ayn rand who read who wrote the fountainhead and atlas shrugged and we the living and anthem and other pretty amazing books i started to study the works of folks like Alexander Solzhenitsyn and Ronald Reagan and Natan Sharansky the, and Pope John Paul II. And I became intellectually awakened to the power of human freedom because inside every human heart beats the living heart of freedom. You know, it's very, very powerful, very important. We all need to be aware that without freedom, we have nothing. And there are dark forces right now in the world that are trying to take this away from us. But as long as there's good men and women standing up and fighting, you know what? We 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 are going to be okay. We're going to be fine. Now, my father, he was a champion for people. He uplifted you if he knew you. He uplifted everybody. An uplifter of humanity. If you knew him and you were looking for work, he'd make phone calls, get you a job. If you knew him, you were looking to start a business, he'd meet with you, bring other uh, successful people, get you access to capital. Boom, boom, done. That's who he was. That's what he was all about. That's how he made it happen. And I went to um, basically be like that. I wanted to be like my father. I wanted to be an uplifter of people, you know, because why would someone like him do this? Well, first of all, he did it because he was a Christian. He believed he'd been blessed by God. It was his duty as a Christian to share those blessings. But he also did it because he could. He was successful. He had the ability to share his wealth with other people. That was my goal. I wanted to do that. That's what I got into entrepreneurship for. I know Hollywood likes to say entrepreneurs are so terrible, business people so terrible. They're crazy. The best people in the world are our business people. They're the ones with all the courage, all the guts. They want to help everybody. They want to lift everybody up. The best people go into business. And so I want to help those best people become successful. That's been my objective and my goal. And that's where I've focused all my energy. 
I, I do believe in this as well, um, Nikki, but uh, there, there was a culture created uh, in the past years, let's say in the past 15 years of uh, the startup culture that was a bit skewed from the real um, drive for doing business, which is to empower others, right? To, to create things um, in, in society that are helpful to others. So, but, the, but this hype around startups with all the startup shows, with the entire uh, putting investors on a pedestal, um, I don't particularly consider this anything constructive for society. What do you think about that? Well, I haven't really given it the same level of consideration and thought that you have. The startup culture, I've actually never even heard of that term before. All I can say to you is this, right? That in my experience, the majority of the people that get drawn into business get drawn into business because they want to do something good. They want to create something powerful in the world. They want to make a difference for uh, their customers. They want to make a difference for their families. They want to make a difference for the people who work with them. Are there people who aren't like that and are purely selfish in business? Absolutely. All I'm telling you is in my experience, the, the type of person that is primarily attracted to business is a good person, is a, is a kind person, especially in the kind of business, the, the more relatively free or market-oriented business that's here. Now, if you go into a place where you know there is more corruption and less of a, a free enterprise-type system and, and insiders win, which is what some dark forces are trying to do over here, then that's not the, the case over there. But as long as we have a, a relatively free society, good people are drawn into business. And that's what makes me excited about being in business. That's awesome. Just to clarify briefly, the startup culture has to do with uh, pulling young, um, uh, young kids just coming out of college or um, anybody who doesn't really want to work nine to five to a bootstrap that is basically slave to investors thinking that they're creating something. In the end, they end up creating companies for investors or investors are simply laundering money. Anyhow, uh, so you help companies scale. One of the titles that I read in your profile is uh, I can help you scale up your business uh, or increase your revenue of between 30 and 100K this year. Tell us how. <laughs> well, that's a good question. So the first thing you got to understand is there are there are a kind of a, a five things that will allow you to do that. Number one is it's not about you. It's about them. Many people go into business and the reason they don't succeed is they put all the attention on themselves. They focus on themselves. You follow what I'm saying? They don't focus on their customer. They're wondering, are they going to like me? Are they going to want to do business with me? I hope they buy from me. Things like that go through their head. They're not thinking about the other person. My father used to say, son, business is not about money. It's about people. I'm like, dad, what do you mean? He said, well, it's about solving problems for people, for profit. Let me show you a uh, piece of IP that I created that demonstrates this quite lovely in a quite a lovely fashion. Business is about solving problems for people and then you earn the right to make a profit. That is the purpose of every business. Problems, people, profit is the purpose. And you have to think about this for yourself, right? Why do people buy things? Because they want to solve a problem. They want to fill a need, right? So give you an example. 
Let's say, Zorina, that you make uh, half a million dollars a year. Let's say that's how much money you make, okay? I don't you make maybe you make more, maybe you, you make less. I don't know, but let's say that's how much money. But you really want to make $5 million a year, right? And half a million, like, it's a problem for you. It doesn't allow you to grow the way you want to grow. It doesn't allow you to take care of the family the way you want to. It doesn't allow you to buy your dream home, your private jet, any of that stuff. And if that's your problem, is that you feel you're meant for more, and this is getting in the way, and you meet me as an example, and you say to me, Nikki, my problem is my business is too small, and you're the person, that's the problem. My job is to find a way to solve that problem for you. If I am good at that and I'm able to do that, then I have the right, I earn the right to make a profit by working with you. But if all I'm thinking about is, I wonder how much she's going to pay me. I wonder, you know, is she, is she, uh, does she have the money to pay? Like, I wonder if she's going to like me and she's going to want to buy from me. Like, what, what's up with that? A lot of people go into business conversations and their focus is all on themselves. Take the focus off you. Put the focus on them. It's not about you. It's about them. It's about making a difference for the person in front of you. My father used to say, you're someone's daughter. You're someone's wife. You're someone's sister. Okay? You're someone's mother. Someone's father. Someone's husband. Someone's brother. Someone's son. You have hopes, dreams, fears, aspirations. Maybe you've been disappointed by life. Maybe even disappointed by someone just like me who made you big promises and gave you nothing. So he would say to me, your job is to turn their attitude around and show them the good people exist and to help them. And if you do that, a good job of that, you'll make money. And I found that to be true. I found that my father was right. You know, it's all about helping the people. So that's number one. You want to make an extra 30,000 a year? Stop thinking about you and how much money you want to make and start thinking about how many people you're going to help, how many people you're going to serve out of suffering. Write down this phrase, serve out of suffering. How many people am I going to serve out of suffering? That's my job. And if I do it well, I'll get paid. May I ask you something here, Nikki? It all sounds great. I do believe in this, in helping people, in doing everything with contribution and so on. But when you help other people, when you do your coaching, do you actually also charge them this way as you preach of course. Do you also you do of course business it's business it's, it's not based charity. on revenue share it's, it's not like best, you tell them pay based me on business it's based on business listen if when i work with an entrepreneur let's say you and i consider to work together the minimum fee to work with me the minimum fee is fifteen thousand dollars one five okay that's the bare minimum if we're going to work together, that's my requirement, depending on what we end up doing together. The maximum fee that I've charged someone to work with me is $250,000. If you're not prepared to invest in yourself and in your business's success, we're not going to be able to work together. It's that simple. This isn't a charity, right? I do charity. Charity is great, but this is business. But you still have to have an attitude of helping people in business. It can't be about, I got to make her pay me $250,000. Oh, yeah, let's get all that money from her. No. I got to help her make a half, uh, uh, five million dollars. If I make you five million dollars, you should be happy to pay me two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. You should be thrilled. You should write that check with a smiley face on it and a heart. Thank you, Nikki. And boom, there you go. That's how it should be. And that's the way it is when I work with people and anybody. That's how you should work with people. There's people who think, oh, okay, well, I'm in business. I'm spiritual. I don't need money. Well, no, you're on planet Earth. You need money. This world works with money. You have to make sure that you take care of it. And business and money is an energy exchange, right? 
if you're not charging enough, that's a, that's the number two point in this on them and not on you. And you undercharge. Not only do you hurt yourself and your business because you don't make the money you should make, but you also hurt your client. Now, why do I say that? Because, for example, Zoria, let's say that again, you and I were looking at working together, and you said, "Okay, Nikki, I got to make five million, man. I got to make five million. And I go, "Okay, Zoria, I got a plan for you. Let's do this. Here's what we're gonna do: A, B, C, D, E, F, G, and we get st we can get started as soon as you want." You go, "Okay, great, Nikki. What do you charge?" And I say, five hundred dollars. You're gonna go, "What? Five hundred dollars? He's gonna make me five million dollars." And he's going to charge me 500. I don't believe he can do it. He doesn't, he, he's a loser. He can't do it. And that's the truth. It's called expectancy bias. Now, if I said to you $500,000, you might go, oh my God, that's a lot of money. But you, in your mind, you're going to go, that makes sense. If he's going to make me 5 million, he should charge 500,000. He should charge him level of money that makes me believe he can do it. Because if you don't have that leverage on your client, they're not going to show up energetically the way they need to show up to get the result. Listen, this is one of my famous books. It's called How to Create a Million Dollar Year Income, okay? If you want to make a million dollars a year, the game plan is in this book. Everything you need to know, all the secrets for under $30. I've sold a few copies of this book, okay? A few copies. Now, Serena, do you want to take a while? guess how many people have just bought and like a wild guess how many people have bought the book i'm sorry you were breaking is this what you asked how many people have bought the book read it and then made a million dollars after what they learned just by buying and reading the book i suppose if it's a bestseller there should be at least uh, i don't know fifty thousand. Zero. nobody buys the book and makes money ah. $30 this is great I love it oh, how many people Nikki your your connection is breaking a little bit would you please repeat and I've made them over a million I'm saying how many people do you think have paid me between 50,000 and 250,000 that I have helped them make at least $1 million to $100 million in a year. I don't know. How long have you been in business? Well, I'll, I'll tell you the answer. Okay. 11. Okay. 11 people. 11. How many people have paid me between $10,000 and $100,000 and I've made them at least $200,000 a year? The answer is 83. 83. Now, all the same information is in the book that's in the program that they paid all this money for. Why did nobody make money from the book and all these people who paid me a lot of money made money? Well, because it's also the it energy exchange. It's the energy yeah. exchange. And it's also that when you give a lot, you expect a lot. When you give a little, you expect a little. Mm -hmm. But but what do you think of the models where uh, people con consult for equity? Uh, I wouldn't do it. You wouldn't do it? No. I'll take a percentage, but you got to have skin in the game. Equity ain't enough. You got to pay me money. Because mm -hmm. then it's too easy like pretending, well, if it doesn't work, I'm out of nothing. No. Skin in the game, baby. You're mm -hmm. going to work with me. You're going to have to put down at least 15 grand cash now. Now. Otherwise, forget it.
forget it. You put down 15 grand, maybe when we grow your business, you know, um, you give me 5%, whatever the number is, on top of that, fine. But I need skin in the game. There's nobody I'm going to work for for free. Now, if you're my friend, right, and let's say you have a, I don't know, a company and you want to say, Nikki, can you do a speaking engagement from me? And look, I'm just getting started. I don't have a budget. Yeah, I'll do it for free for you. No problem. It's a speaking engagement. It's not a big deal. But that's putting good energy in the world. But if you came to me and you said, Nikki, I need you to work with me for three years and I'm going to pay you nothing, that's not going to happen. Mm -hmm. Not going to happen. Okay. So tell us a bit about your process. What do you do? You just uh, follow what you were taught by your dad or are there any specific uh, steps that you follow to lift up these businesses? Well, I think I've been sharing a couple of them with you already. First yeah. of all, you have to put your attention on them and not you. You, you've got to take that. That's pro step number one. Step number two, you need to charge appropriately. Do not undercharge. Don't overcharge, but don't undercharge. Make sure you charge enough so that your client takes you seriously and shows up to get the results. Those are two steps of the process that I teach to people. And hey, anyone listening to this, you just got that for free. So good for you. And then three is, three is you've got to have a thought leader brand and positioning. Because if you look and sound like everybody else, nobody's going to want to do business with you. So if I ask you what you do and you say, I'm a consultant, I'm a coach, I'm a, a doctor, I'm a, I'm a chiropractor, I'm a real estate agent, I'm a blah, blah, blah. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. you got to stop talking like that. You're like losing people. They're like, oh, okay, another idiot, right? That's all they're thinking to themselves. Even if they smile at you when they say, okay, another idiot. What they want to know is should I keep listening to you or should I dismiss you? And the only reason I should keep listening to you is if what you have to say applies to me, to me, right? Not to you. I don't care what you do when I ask you what you do. I want to know, is what you do going to be able to help me do more of what I want to do? That's what I'm really asking, even though that's not what we say. We say, so what do you do? What we're asking is what you do going to help me get on with what I do? And your answer needs to be direct like that. So I give you an example of a client of mine. She was a doctor of natural medicine, successful woman, six figures a year, really great lady. Now, she comes to me because she heard about me and my lady. I work with my lady, most beautiful woman in the world. I tell you, she's so, so beautiful inside and out. Congratulations on that. Yeah, it's very good. It's very good. It's very good. I'm a very lucky man. Very blessed man. And um, she said, yeah, listen, I, you know, I need help. I go, okay, let's examine your business. I go, well, who do you work with? She goes, well, oh, I, I, I can work with anybody with a health problem. And I'm like, no, 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 that's not going to work. That's not going to work. And she said, okay, well, how do we do this? So I put together a, a filter for her. Who are the clients you've already worked with? Who are the ones you got the best results for? Who are the ones you've enjoyed working with the most? who are the ones that pay you the best and are easiest to transact with. Like they pay you quickly. You don't have to chase them, right? Best results, enjoyed the most, best to transact with. That's your ideal client. So we went through this exercise. It took a while for her to do this. We found out that for her, it was professional women over the age of 45. And they were successful. They all were making lots of money. They were married, had good marriages, they had kids, but they felt like 
They weren't beautiful anymore. They felt like they were aging and ugly. And I don't have to tell you, no woman wants to feel that way. No woman wants to feel that way. And that was really bothering them. They wouldn't tell anybody. They'd go home in the mirror and look at themselves naked in the mirror and just beat themselves up. Oh, you look so terrible. Look at that fat there. Look at that skin. It, it was crazy what these women did to themselves. Like like nuts, <laughs> you know? I never do that to myself, but I'll tell you that. But, and so what she said is, you know, I, I can help these women reverse aging. I go, really? How? She said, well, she said to me, getting older is inevitable, right? Inevitable. But aging is optional. I'm like, oh, that's very good. So we created a program called Get Your Sexy Back. I Get think I heard about back. this program, actually. <laughs> so in her first year, she doubled her business. And then in her second year, she doubled her business again. In her third year, she doubled it again. She went from six figures a year to a run rate of six figures a month. That is the power of a of a clear understanding on who you help, how you help them, and what is their problem, the bleeding neck where blood is shooting out of their neck. You, you help them stop that. And when this lady did that, her income went boom. She wasn't thinking, oh, let me make so much more money. She was thinking, who can I really help? Who, who is the best client for me to help? And once she figured that out, we put a program together for her. We helped her raise her prices because she was undercharging. And that's how come she made a lot of money. And I mean a lot of money. Awesome. Great. Okay. So um, what is something that you think you haven't done right in your life? Have you had any gaps, any, anything that you say, this I could have done differently? Well, you know... I was married many years ago and I thought I was doing a good job in my marriage, but I didn't. And seemingly out of the blue, my then wife left me and I was devastated. I didn't, I, maybe I should have seen it coming, but I totally didn't. And, um, I spiraled. Um, she kicked me out of the house. I was sleeping on my mother's couch, a grown man sleeping on his mother's couch. And I have two sons, and I was not seeing them. I was not providing for them. It was terrible. So a friend of mine got me a ticket to a conference because I had no money. And so I went to this conference. I saw a man do a talk. And this talk of his spoke to my soul. As soon as he was finished, I rushed the stage. So nobody else would get there ahead of me. You know what I mean? <laughs> and I put out my hand. I said, hi, Mickey Blue. And let me tell you my story. I told him my story. And at the end of it, I said to him, you know, I think I need to hire you. And he said, oh, you, you, you need to hire me. I go, yeah, yeah, I need to hire you. He said, okay. But you need to know it cost um, a minimum of $5,000 to work with me. This was more than 10 years ago, right? And it's for five hours of coaching with me. And you have to pay me in advance, in full, 
no guarantees, no refunds. You still want to work with me? I'm like, oh my God. I said, well, I don't have that kind of money. He said, no, I'll give you some free coaching. I go, free coaching? That's great. Give me some free coaching. He said, it doesn't matter how money you have. How much money you have, sorry. I said, it doesn't matter how much money I have? He said, no. I said, but you want $5,000 from me. I thought that was what mattered. He said, no, no, no. He said, listen, I don't need your money. I have 20 people that are waiting to work with me. So if you don't work with me, no big deal. He said to me, though, um, but you need me. If I don't work with you, you're gonna you, you're in a bad place. It's not gonna get better by itself. And he was right. And then he said to me, "What matters isn't how much money you have. What matters is how bad do you want change." I'm like, "Oh, okay." He said, "You're sleeping on your mother's couch. Your wife kicked you out of the house. You haven't seen your sons." You're not providing for your family. How much longer do you want to put up with this? A day? A week? A month? A year? A lifetime? I said, okay, listen. Give me a couple of days. I'll come back and see you. He goes, okay. I made an appointment. So when I went back to see him, right, I wanted to make sure that I had some money. So I called a couple of people. A lot of urgency. And I said, I was a fitness trainer. I said, hey, listen, I have very good news for you. They said, what? I said, you're fat. You need to lose weight. If you don't, you're going to get diabetes. You're going to have a heart attack. It's going to be bad. I'm broke and I need money. If I don't, if I don't get money, I can't take care of my kids. I can't see my kids. That's going to devastate me. Okay, okay, okay. So, so I'm going to give you the deal of a lifetime, half price. But here's a catch. You say, yes, now you pay now. What's it going to be? They said, yes. They gave me $1,000 each. I had $2,000. I went to see this guy at the appointed time on the appointed day. I was so excited. I put down $2,000. I'm going, Nikki! Right? And then he goes, that's great. But I didn't say $2,000. I said $5,000. I'm like, oh my God. So I looked at him and I said, buddy, how many people have you told this story to that you told me the other day? He said, oh, over the years? Yeah. 30, maybe 40. I'm like, oh, okay, that's a lot. He goes, yeah. Besides me, who else came back to you with any money? He said, oh, Nick, you're the first. I'm like, I'm the first. You are the first. The first. The very first. The very first. I said, okay, well, listen. Take my money. I'm going to sign a contract saying, I'll pay you the rest within 30, 60 days, whatever the case may be. And he said, okay. The rest is history. Within six months, I made six figures. And I paid him back early. Why? Because I wanted change bad. So the question you got to ask yourself in your life right now, how bad do you want change? Do you uh, also, it's an impressive story, by the way. Um, happy you took the leap 
And what are what if people that want to work with you say, well, I don't have the 15K, here's 5K, and I'll pay you the rest in 60 days. Theoretically, would you also give them a chance? I'd give them a chance, for sure I would. If I, if I felt they were sincere, I would totally give them a chance. Mm -hmm. But we would sign a written contract, and if they didn't do what they said they were going to do, I'll sue them. Mm -hmm. Telling you flat out. I've yeah. had too many people use that as a backdoor to not pay. No mm -hmm. more. No more mm -hmm. Mr. Nice Guy. Business is business. You make a contract, you follow on your commitments. That's how we do business. All right. Tell us a bit about your podcasts. You have two podcasts. One of them is The Sovereign Man and the other one, what is the other the one? Thought Leader oh, Revolution. Okay. It's a podcast where, you know, there's a lot of people who, um, they're intrigued by this word thought leader. What does it mean? Why does it matter? Well, this is how I put it. Um, an expert is someone who knows something. But a thought leader is someone who's known for knowing something. An expert is like a cover band, while a thought leader plays original music. So the Thought Leader Revolution, we interview the world's top thought leaders, people who've built a reputation for themselves inside their space and have used that to build a powerful brand and a powerful business. And people listen to the show to learn how they can do that for themselves. Because if you do that, you can add one to two zeros to your income. And that's what we essentially we teach people to do, how to become thought leaders inside their space. And that's good for a coach and a consultant, but it's even better for a CEO of an organization. If you become a thought leader CEO, you can massively scale your business. You can attract the best employees and you can attract top level investors. And that's really very, very powerful stuff. Nikki, what's the best question anybody, anybody has asked you at a podcast? Man, that's a good question. It might be this question that you just asked right now. <laughs> <laughs> It's this question. So how would you answer? Well. What is the best question in your case that you would like to be asked? You know, it would be good to know If someone would ask me, Nikki, why is it important to you to help entrepreneurs be successful? And what is your best example of somebody whose life was completely transformed? That's a good question to ask. So 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 there is a better example than the than the lady you just told us about. Tell us the best example. I want to hear a, 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 the best story. <laughs> okay, this is my mic drop story. Okay. <laughs> um, five years ago, there was a woman who was introduced to us. And um, she had been the country director for Canada for one of the world's oldest and largest personal and professional development organizations. She was a rock star. And she brought a fellow on board to be co-CEO with her to help her run the company. Kind of like Steve Jobs back in the day with Apple and John Scully. And at first, they got along great. But after about a year, their visions of the future diverged. And they had a falling out, a very public falling out. And her board of directors sided with him, just like Steve Jobs' board of directors sided with John Scully. And she was kicked out of her own company. How do you get kicked out of a company you started? It happens. And so she was lost. 
She was confused. She was bereft. And someone introduced her to us. We met with her. We right away saw this was a good person. This was a person that wanted to make a difference. And we knew what her issues were. So first and foremost, we love people. So we let her feel our love. That's very important. And secondly, we helped her get clear on her ideal client. We did the same exercise I showed you. We helped her get clear that her prices were stupidly low. So we helped her raise her prices dramatically. And we helped her come up with a very powerful message. Her ideal client was an entrepreneur, the $10 million plus business who's burnt out. And her message was, I'm going to reverse your burnout. That was it. And um, she did great. In her first month, she did $10,000. Second month, $12,000. Third month, $18,000. And her fourth month, she did $62,200. <laughs> Amazing. Now, she lives in Ottawa. I live in Toronto. It's a five-hour drive difference. And my son, my oldest son, was 12. He's 15. He's uh, 17 now. Well, he plays football. Center back. Fantastic, fantastic player. Soccer for North Americans, right? Mm. He had a tournament in Ottawa. I called her up because she has a son his age. I said, hey, we're coming to Ottawa. Bring your son. Come watch a game. What do you think? What do you think? Yeah, let's do that. We had some lunch. Everybody had a good time. My son and I drove home. She and her son drove home. Now, a few weeks later, we had one of our quarterly workshops, live in-person workshops called the Branded Thought Leader Immersion Workshop. And these workshops are transformational. It's where we show you how to add one to two zeros to your income and make the difference you were born to make and, and, and really, really be able to live a life of fulfillment and power. Okay. So we were at the point in the event where for the new people, we show them how they can continue to work with us with a year long program and so forth. As we tell people, you work with us for three years, you invest a hundred thousand dollars with us. We will make you half a million to 5 million a year. That's kind of like our outcome promise, if you will. And um, the way I do it is I ask my people to share their experience. I don't sell. So I said, who'd like to share? Before I could pick anybody, she jumps on stage, almost knocks me over, right? And says, I'll do it. I'm like, okay, great. And she turns away from me. So I'm seeing her back. She's looking at everybody. And I'm like, I'm hanging back, right? And I see her shoulders go like this. So I'm wearing my nice... You know, tagliatore, Italian suit, you know, beautiful, breathable, wool, nice, beautiful shirt. You know, I look like a million bucks. I feel like a million bucks, all that there. And I'm seeing her go like this. And then I hear, I'm like, is she crying? Is she crying? In my head, right? And I said, you know how a man gets when he sees a woman cry, he loses it. Like, what did I do wrong? That's where we go. Why is she crying? What did I do wrong? Right? And my my lady comes on stage with some tissues and, you know, she says, thank you. She blows her nose and then she turns around to me. She's still crying. And she says, Nikki, you didn't know this, but when you and your little son came to see me and my little son, my little son goes, mommy, 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 where are we going to go meet? And I went, oh my God, honey, we're going to go see Nikki Baloo and his son. And she said, oh my God, he got quiet all of a sudden. 
serious. He says, Mommy, are we going to meet the man who saved our family? I look at her. And I don't cry in public. I cried. We hugged. Everybody goes, oh. She said, Nikki, you didn't know this, but when I first met you, I hadn't paid my mortgage in a few months. The bank was about to foreclose on our home. Foreclose. My husband and I, we were fighting every day in front of our kids, our three little kids. The kids were scared we were going to break up. I was scared we were going to break up and I was going to lose my precious family. You helped us bring money through the door, pay off our mortgage, pay off our debts, and we stopped fighting. You literally helped us save our family. Now, Zorina, we both hugged and cried for quite a while. And then she got off stage. I didn't call anybody else. After that story, nothing else. Nobody else needed to be called, right? And we handed out the registration forms. Now, remember, we charge a good sum of money for what we do. So people usually, you know, some people are ready to go right away, but other people, they're, they, need, they, need, they need some time. Then we need to talk to them. You know what I mean? And some people don't want to do it at all. But on this day, Zarina, after this story, there were eight people in the room that were new. They all immediately signed up. Nobody needed to have a conversation. Nobody needed to ask any questions. And one fellow told me, I was not going to sign up for you. In fact, I knew I wasn't going to sign up with you. And he said to me, But you're obviously not full of shit. Excuse my language. And he said, and I, I am, I am, he said to me, I need help. I'm desperate. And I told him, I promise you, we'll help you. I give you my word of honor as a man, as a real man, not the modern man who gives his word and takes it back. But as a real man, my word is given. It's done. And this is it. God sends people to us to help. To you, to me, to everybody. The only question is, are you listening? On that note, Nikki, if somebody wants to work with you, if somebody wants to listen to your podcasts, how can they reach you? I have a main website. We have quite a few websites, but it's called ecircleacademy.com. There is a button for the podcast. So you click on that, you can reach the podcast. And there is also ecircleacademy.com forward slash appointment and also button. You can get on a calendar to have what I call a success coaching call. It's like a discovery call, a strategy call. It's similar, similar concept. Um, it's absolutely free. There's one catch. Only do this call if you are honestly able to write at the notes section of the application at the bottom, I want change bad. That's it. <laughs> I enjoyed this conversation. I always like to bring value to everybody listening, as you do too. Thank, Thank you, you so much.
Hope to have you back. Thank you for listening to Grow and Learn. We hope that you found our podcast informative, engaging, and inspiring. Our mission is to help you keep growing and learning, and we hope that our conversations and insights have provided you with practical advice and useful perspectives. If you're looking for personalized support and guidance to help you achieve your personal or professional growth objectives, I offer a range of services to help. As a trusted management partner and mentor, I work with businesses in the process of transformation, looking for new streams of business, as well as M&A. With an extensive professional network of experts and mentors, I can bring on board the right person or team based on the specific needs of the company I'm working with. To learn more about the services I offer and how I can help you achieve your goals, visit my website at growandlearn.org. You can also reach out to me via email or social media. I'd love to hear from you. And if you enjoyed this episode of Grow and Learn, please subscribe to our podcast and leave us a review. Your feedback is important to us and it helps us to continue to create content that is relevant and valuable to our listeners. Thanks again for listening and we look forward to sharing more insights and perspectives with you in the future.